Alrighty, everybody, welcome. This is, in fact, episode three, Grain of Salt Podcast. I am, in fact, your host and fearless leader, Jason Shepard. I am uh, chef owner of Cutting Edge Meals, LLC. So please be sure to uh, follow me there on the uh, old Instagram, the Twitter, uh, the Facebook, whatever have you, uh, whatever social media you prefer. Go out there and uh, give me a like. Instagram, Cutting Edge Meals, LLC. Twitter is going to be Cutting Edge Meal. Uh, and Facebook, also Cutting Edge Meals. Um, so today, today's rant. Let's talk about it, okay? This is this is going to be something, um, a little bit of both. It's going to be a little bit of helpfulness. It's going to be a little bit of uh, frustration. So kitchen gadgets, kitchen tools, utensils, uh, things of this nature, okay? So why does that aggravate me? Well, for numerous reasons, but let me start with your kitchen gadgets. Everybody has it, myself included, okay? It's just a nature of the beast, so to speak. You have one, two, four drawers in your kitchen full of shit that you never fucking use. We all do it, okay? You're probably sitting there laughing to yourself saying, oh my God, how true is that? Yeah, of course it's true, all right? Everybody is guilty of it. It's like the Tupperware container drawer or cabinet that's never fucking organized. You're not, don't feel left out. You're not the only one, okay? But hear me out. Kitchen gadgets, nine times out of ten, are stupid, all right, they're just they're pointless. They take up space. It's not necessary. You can do easily the same exact job with a lot less clutter. Okay, that's that's really what it comes down to. Um, my first example I'm going to give you here: a garlic press or a garlic peeler. You don't need that really. Um, there's there's tons of other ways to to chop garlic. There's tons of other ways to to mince garlic to get it into a paste. Right. I'm going to talk a little bit about. Uh, some different ways to help you do that, all right? You don't need some sort of fancy pants peeler to get the skin off garlic, all right? There's, again, easier ways to do it. You just slap it, smash it onto the counter a little bit, and the peel comes right off, okay? Um, another kitchen gadget that's kind of pointless in my opinion, the slap chop. You, There should be no reason you need to take up space because that thing is not small, but or other there's other items like that. It's not just a slap chop, right? But uh, you, you don't need it. it. Again, a good knife will go a long way, all right? Um, vegetable scissors, and, and there's all these uh, pizza-cutting scissors with the fucking stupid spatula. Te- um, come on, all right? Get a little pizza cutter, all right? I mean, half of you order pizza out anyways. It comes pre-cut, all right? Nobody's goofing around with the pizza stone and all this other happy horse shit. Um automatic or battery powered gadgets all right over elaborate thermometers is a good example of those things you don't need them okay the the batteries end up going bad they corrode break your thermometer or whatever you're using okay uh they're unreliable they're cheap they're shitty it's just how it goes all right um or even those little stupid things that you know little battery powered uh coffee cup warmers or all this dumb horse shit keep your coffee warm or the ones they have in your car right uh, dumb it's i don't know it's i i don't see the use for it i just think it takes up way too much space way too much clutter um it's just again it's pointless okay um here's a good kind of rule of thumb so to speak all right if you say to yourself oh there's got to there's no way that thing works 
uh, you're probably right. Okay, if you see a gadget and you're like, oh, that could be, don't buy it. Okay, you're, I'm saving you the hassle. Uh, you're gonna use it once, twice maybe, because you thought it was cool, and it's gonna go in the drawer, and you'll never fucking see it again. It's just how it goes. Okay, any gadget that overcomplicates the process or overcomplicates the task at hand or what you're trying to do isn't really worth it. Okay. Um, Another thing to avoid are those super, super, super specific gadgets. Okay. For example, um, I saw the other day there was one of those um, avocado seed pullers. I, I mean, that, that serves literally one purpose literally one purpose some of you don't even like probably avocados okay some do and that's fine this it's not about liking them or not liking them but how often are you really going to use an avocado seed puller i I mean what are you going to do you're going to buy it you're going to use it once because again you thought it was cool and then guess where it's going to go back in the jordan never see the daylight again all right um also too if you've ever noticed half these things are pretty shitty made Okay, so you're going to, again, even if you don't put it in the drawer, it's going to break probably within the first couple times you use it. It's Again, it's just how it works. I'm not trying to be a dick, but this is how it works. All right. Um, There's a reason good things cost money. All right. It's because they're good. That's not always the case, but I I would also be willing to bet probably nine times out of ten. All right. some utensils, okay? This this is a little list. This is this is helpful, okay? This is going to be those a little list to help you that with these utensils, you can probably in fact get by doing probably most things, okay? Uh so the the first item up uh, on the list here, a good pair of tongs, okay? Um stay away from tongs that are light or made of super shitty metal. Okay, they shouldn't be this chintzy aluminum foil looking metal. Okay, uh, also stay away from tongs that have the rubberized heads on them. I don't know what the purpose of that is, but just get an all metal tong. Okay, well, we don't want to scratch it. Well, I don't know. You, you should be scratching the bottom of the pan with the tongs, anyways. Okay, that's just how that goes as well. Just use them correctly. All right, so spend a little bit of money, get a Get a restaurant quality one. I got mine off Amazon, so I know they're out there. It's not like this is some sort of hard item to find. Okay, good pair of tongs. All right, Uh, a high temp spatula. Again, Rubbermaid makes one. I think it's six or seven bucks off Amazon. It's it's helpful. Okay, it you you need it. All right, Um, a vegetable peeler of some sort. Okay, Um, there's plenty of brands out there, but you know. OXO, OXO, they they make a pretty decent one. Has a nice rubber handle, um, nice sharp blades. All right, uh, my personal favorite ones, and they're paying the ass to find. But those little Y-shaped peelers, they're made of plastic. They usually come in a stupid fucking color, but they're at the dollar store. It's I'm trust me, it sounds ridiculous, but it is the sharpest, best peeler ever. If you lose it, you go buy another one for a dollar. If it breaks, you go buy another one for a dollar. All right, this is one of those instances where you don't have to spend $10 on a vegetable peeler. It's just unnecessary, okay? Uh, you need one good slotted spoon. You need one good solid spoon, okay? While we're on the subject of spoons uh, and anything with a handle, don't get something with a plastic handle, okay? Just get something that's metal all the way through. If you want the actual handle that you're holding to be plastic, that's one thing. 
all right? But it's it's those thin, shitty, all-plastic utensils where it, it gets hot. It, I mean, not you're not putting it over the, the heat, obviously, but it gets hot, all right? Just, it that doesn't work. You go to stir something heavy, and the fucking thing breaks, and now you, the spoon's in the, whatever you're making, the other part is in your hand. Uh, it's it's a nightmare, trust me, okay? Uh, that being said, I would grab two wooden spoons, okay? You can get a one wooden spoon and one flat spoon, all right? But wooden spoons, they, they are pretty key, okay? Um, don't put your wooden spoons in the dishwasher, please, okay? Just hand wash them. Don't soak them. It's wood, all right? Think about it. Uh, again, this, these aren't things that we're just reinventing the wheel here. This is pretty straightforward stuff, Okay? Uh, I also recommend a box grater, all right? It has its big rectangle, has a handle on top, four sides, all right? That will get you farther than you think, all right? Um, if you want, you can also get a microplane, all right? It's basically just uh, a little handle and a, about a 10-inch long blade. It's, just, it's good for, like, shaving cheese and stuff like that. Um, that's helpful, okay? Uh, handheld potato masher. I'm so against putting potatoes into a mixer or doing it with a mixer. It just it gets way too whipped. You don't need to, okay? Use only butter in your mashed potatoes. Don't fuck around with milk and all sorts of other shit, all right? Butter, sour cream if you want, obviously is fine, but and a, a good potato masher, okay? Get something with a sturdy handle and either a metal base or some super hard plastic, okay? They're out there. I know that. Uh, and a can opener. I mean, it's just how that works, okay? Uh, I'm personally a fan of the good old-fashioned ones where they create the sharp lid, all right? It just it makes life ten times easier. But uh, if you want to uh, get one of the ones that safely opens, you know, the top of the can, I guess that's fine too. But um, case in point, right, you want to open a can of tuna fish. If you use the, the normal ones, you just use the top of the lid to squeeze out the, the water, all right, it's it's that simple. And you don't. It's just one utensil. You got tuna fish. Okay, if you use the other can opener, it's a little bit more of a pain in the ass because then the lid doesn't fit inside the. It's trust me. Just get one of the original ones. All right. Again, get something that has metal handles on it. They could be rubber coating. Just make it easier, something like that. But get a heavy duty one. Okay. Again, these are all things that if you spend the money now, you shouldn't have to buy them over and over again, okay, because they'll last, right, that's the whole fucking point, all right, um, knives, okay, this, I'm going to briefly touch upon this, all right, I, I might do another podcast later on uh, at some point about knives, about um, cooking uh, chef equipment, right, all, all that kind of stuff, but, but really, you need three knives, well, let's say you need two knives, I'll give you a third one, all right? And the, the third one can kind of be your choice. First knife, hands down, chef's knife. You need one, okay? Um, the second knife you're going to need is a bread knife. So th those two knives will take you light years ahead of where you were, trust me. Uh, and the third knife, uh, I'll give you an either-or scenario here. Uh, you can get a boning knife or you can get a paring knife. The boning knife is, uh, is a little bit longer. It's very thin, all right? It's good for... Uh, cutting up raw chicken, um, getting around bones, right? That's kind of the whole point of it. Uh, so if that's not something that you think you'd use often, don't buy it, okay? Uh, the second option would be a paring knife, all right? A little small knife, three, four, five inches long, okay? Um, they're helpful, you know, uh, especially if you're going to cut smaller fruits or 
you know, uh, something along those lines. Don't use it for anything other than food, right? Just don't get a package off Amazon, and then all of a sudden now you're going to go to the knife drawer and grab the knife, open the – just use scissors or a box cutter for that, all right? But keep the kitchen knives in the kitchen. Use them for kitchen stuff, all right? Uh, so to recap, because this is important, you need a chef's knife. You need a bread knife. That's non-negotiable. The third knife you need is negotiable. It's either a boning knife or a paring knife. If you're strapped for money, you can leave those two out because with the bre- with the chef's knife, you can get away doing all the tasks those two knives can do. It's not going to be pretty. It, it'll work, though, okay? Um, so what kind of knives do you get, okay? And, and this is the debate I don't really want to get into now because this is probably going to be an hour-long debate. But in my opinion, there's two different brands. There's the Wusthof brand. That's a German brand. I like that for everyday use because you can beat the shit out of them and they're still going to be a quality, durable knife. Okay, so that being said, what does that mean? That means the metal that they use is a harder steel. Okay, uh, it makes the knife more durable. The knife is heavier. It's it, The blade itself is a little bit thicker. Okay, it feels like you're holding a knife in your hand. All right, um, that being said, the knife being a harder steel, it'll stay sharper for a longer period of time. The downside to that is it's going to be a little bit more difficult to sharpen. However, Wusthof also offers knife sharpening, so you can send the knife back to them. If you're here in Connecticut, I believe it goes to, don't quote me on this, but either Norwalk or Stanford, I forget, but it's close by, okay? Um, The second brand of knives, right, I'm going to say Japanese knives, okay? Um, While I'm on the subject, stay away from Global and stay away from Shun. Um, They're overpriced, and I don't think that they work that well. Um, So my recommendation to you would be to to find a a little particular niche, a little kind of one-off company, so to speak, uh, a maker of Japanese knives. Um, And basically what you're looking for here is the Japanese knife. It's going to be a softer steel. So basically the reverse of everything that the the German Wusthof knives are going to be. Okay, so softer steel. What does that mean? Well, that means the knife is thinner. It's going to be a little bit lighter. However, it will dull faster. The upside to that is it's going to be sharper initially. An out-of-the-box Japanese knife will be sharper than an out-of-the-box German knife. However, after a week of cooking and no sharpening and cutting and cooking and do all that sort of stuff, the German knife will be sharper than the Japanese knife will. That's just the difference in the steel. That's just how it works. Okay, But again, I don't want to get too technical into knives, but that's my recommendation to you in regards to that, okay? Uh, the next little topic here in, in, in terms of kitchen gadgets and tools and all that stuff are the tools. What do you need, okay? The number one tool I cannot recommend enough is a mortar and pestle. This will change your life. And don't go buy one of those fucking fancy frou-frou bullshit mortar and pestles. Don't, don't get the white ones that are made out of... I don't even know what the hell they're made out of, a marble or some stupid bullshit like that. Get an actual mortar and pestle, all right? It, it Trust me, it, it's going to change your life, okay? I told you don't buy something that's going to crush garlic. Well, how do you crush garlic? Put it right in the mortar and pestle, boom, you are off and running. Trust me. So that being said, all right, um, what's the next thing you're going to need? Well, you're going to need some sort of mixer, okay? I am a fan of immersion blenders or stick mixers as they're called, okay? Super cheap, 10, 15 bucks, you can get one, okay? 
you spend 20, 25, 30 bucks, you get an even better one. All right. Um, those are super helpful for soups, right? This is super helpful for uh, sauces and things of this nature. Why? Because you don't have to take it out of the pot to do anything with it. You just put the stick blender right into whatever you're cooking, plug it in, turn it on, zoop, there you go, boom, now you're done, okay? You can do this stuff in a blender, but it can't be hot because obviously steam and it creates pressure and it's a fucking nightmare. Then next thing you know, you blend it, you pop the top off, and boom, fucking butternut squash soup goes everywhere, Okay. That being said, that doesn't mean you don't need a blender. You do need a blender. Why? One, because margaritas are fire. But two, there's a whole bunch of other things you can do with a blender. All right? It's just it's going to be the one time you need it and you don't have it. Trust me. Get it. Okay? You're going to need another type of mixer. You can get a hand mixer. All right? Because, again, there's going to be the one or two times you need it and you kind of do need it. All right? But if you have the space, uh, I would get a stand mixer. Okay? Um Spend the money on on the on the uh, KitchenAid, the stand mixer. Again, pay once, cry once, but it's worth it. All right, uh, you don't have to get the biggest fucking one they make, right? Just you can get a smaller one, but it comes with all sorts of clever attachments. Trust me, it is helpful. Okay, um, let me just circle back to the mortar and pestle. Also, too, pesto. You can grind your own spices, right? I, I don't remember the last time I bought ground black pepper. I literally buy the peppercorns and grind it myself. You can control how big the grind is. You can control how fine the grind it. It is life-changing, okay? Now, I want to touch upon this for one second. The mortar and pestle you're going to buy is called a molcajete or molcajit if you don't speak the Spanish, all right? That's M-O-L-C-A-J-E-T-E. Okay, that is the only kind of mortar and pestle you're going to buy. Okay, it's a type of stone. Okay, stick with that, pay the money, buy it, use it, love it. Okay, um, the last piece of equipment I'm going to kind of talk about here a food processor. Uh, I struggle with this one because, one, they're clever, um, they do work. All right, it's not a necessity. Um, if you have the space and the money, go for it. All right. If not, um, it's again, it's not going to make or break the operation here. Um, again, you get what you pay for, so you can get a pretty cheap one for you know, fifty bucks probably. But again, it's up to you. Uh, and again, now lastly, uh, just oven mitts. Get a good pair of oven mitts and get actual mitts. Don't get those fucking bullshit of glove and all this other hort. That's just no. Just get an actual oven mitt. All right. Um, it's it's helpful, okay? So, what did we learn? We learned that you can do a vast amount of cooking, a vast amount of food preparation, cutting, chopping, all that stuff with very minimal ingredients, okay? Or tools, right? It's how you use the tools that you have that's going to lead to your success, okay? Imagine what you could do with two or three extra drawers of open space in your kitchen. Okay? There's there's tons of different things you can do. All right? So, stick to that, go from there, all right? And uh you'll you'll thank me for it. Okay? Uh so, that being said, let's talk a little bit about the email segment, okay? Um question I have for you guys. How do you keep herbs fresh? Okay? This is this is a a long debated question, all right? Everybody 
has thought this at one point in time. Everybody might have a different uh, thought, different opinion on the fact of the matter, okay? But um, in my opinion, this is the best way to go about doing it. It's also the most simple way, okay? Um, so what you do when you are done using the fresh herbs, right? It usually has a stem, all that jazz. I would just cut just a very little bit off the stem end, okay? Similar like you would if you've ever got fresh flowers, okay? Just cut the stems off a tiny bit, not much, and just put them into a glass of cold water, all right? You a couple inches of water in the glass, and then you just have to change the water every couple days, all right? You could do, you could cover um, a little loosely some saran wrap or, or a plastic bag over, over the actual herbs, all right? And then just put it in the fridge, all right? The only thing I wouldn't do in the fridge is basil, all right, you can keep that on a windowsill or something like that, um, but you know, just keep in the fridge and you'll, you'll get some extended time out of it. All right, I've heard the wrap the herbs in a damp paper towel and put in a Ziploc bag. Uh, that works, but one for not as long as and two, you tend to forget about it. So I don't really know what the benefit to that would be. But um, if you open your fridge and front and center are these fresh herbs you, you're you'll tend to use them um basically for for what they're worth uh so that that's my advice to you about keeping herbs fresh all right um and again it's simple stuff also too buy what you're going to use okay if you need a small amount of parsley get the single serving packet of parsley you don't need to buy a whole bunch okay well yeah but the the bunch is overall cheaper. Well, it's it, again, it's not cheaper if you're not using all of it. Okay, so again, just think about the cost. Think about what you're going to use. All right, if you want to buy the whole bunch, now you have a a, a good kind of surefire way to to make sure that they're going to last uh, for an extended period of time. Okay, so uh, a recipe. Let's talk a little bit about a recipe. Uh, t today's recipe is going to be a little bit kind of vague. All right. Um, I want to talk a little bit about salads, all right? Uh, so a couple things about salads. When someone says salad, most people just think of, you know, um, the simple stuff, uh, a house salad or a Caesar salad or, or you know, some of those uh, containers of plastic, you know, salad mixes and all. I mean, that's fine, but go outside the norm. Go outside of the usual iceberg and romaine and all this this popular quote unquote right salads all right go after an arugula a radicchio dandelion greens all right frisee okay there's watercress there's your leafy green lettuces right like boston bib uh super buttery or butter lettuce they call it right um red leaf lettuce green leaf i mean there's literally tons of different lettuces um and they all serve a different purpose right endive that's another one i just thought of okay um it's endive, not on endive, right? Don't be a pretentious douchebag, all right? But this is a good way to branch out. Maybe you find something new you like. Maybe you don't, all right? Some of those that I mentioned are bitter. Some of them aren't, all right? But you're not going to know until you try it, okay? Also, too, uh, something I like in my salad, raw fennel, okay? Just cut it pretty thin, uh, and you've got, you know, something else good. adds a nice crunch to it, all right? Um Look about different fruit, okay? Citrus is a good one, all right? Uh, blood oranges, grapefruit, um, some of those those harder citruses, okay? I mean, grapefruit's pretty potent, but it's 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 good in salad. Trust me, try it, 
all right? Uh, different fruits, all right? Watermelon, that goes well with fruit, all right? Especially arugula, it's just that watermelon sweet, arugula is kind of peppery, all right? Go outside the box, all right? I'll throw another one in there. Herbs, don't forget about herbs, right? Basil goes well with the salad. Mint goes well with the salad, all right? Both basil and mint you can put together with arugula and watermelon, and now you've got a salad, right? Out of three ingredients, it's, it's very, very good, all right? A little balsamic vinegar, boom, now you're done. Now you have this nice, crisp, fresh, delicious salad, okay? Um, it goes a long way, all right? Branch out, reach outside your comfort zone. Don't just keep buying the bullshit that comes in the fucking bags and all this sort of stuff, all right? Cut up some lettuce, wash your lettuce, all right? Um, and then take it from there, okay? Uh, a couple interesting things this week for food news, okay? Uh, I'm going to go back to uh, something we can all relate to as a kid. Uh, I'll bring it more modern, right? Sour Patch Kids, okay? We all love those. Um, and maybe your kids or maybe kids you know this day and age like Gogurt, okay? Man, that little yogurt that comes in a tube, well, guess what? The two of them have teamed up, and you can now get Sour Patch Kids flavored Gogurt, all right? Uh, that sounds pretty fucking cool to me, so um, be sure to go out and try that, Okay? Um, in the first episode of the podcast, you will might remember I did a little thing on KFC and how they were doing um, chicken that didn't smell as much as otherwise it would. All right, you can go back listen to the first episode for that for that food news. But KFC is back in the news. Um, the first one was weird. This is disgusting. Okay, uh, they have come out with four gravy cocktails. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what they are because I frankly didn't keep reading the article, but that's fucking disgusting. I would never mix gravy and a cocktail, okay? Gravy belongs on a plate over your turkey or your stuffing or your mashed potatoes or your beef or whatever have you, okay? It does not belong in a glass mixed with alcohol. It just doesn't. That's how it goes, okay? Um, that's just That sounds horrifying to me, okay? Um, I prefer not to drink my gravy, but hey, to each their own. So that tickles your fancy. Be on the lookout for uh, some KFC-inspired gravy cocktails, all right? Whatever the hell that means, all right? And this last thing I thought was just pretty cool uh, and definitely well worth the 250 bucks that it costs because I did go and look it up. But a brand by the name of 686, okay? Uh, they are a clothing company. And what they have done is they have created this jacket called the Men's Sixer Insulated Jacket. Now, why the hell is this jacket 250 bucks? Well, all the accoutrement that you think would come in a jacket, it has. It's warm, it's waterproof, it does the whole business, it is a winter jacket. However, this is the key, this is the important part. Hang on to your seats, ladies and gentlemen. This jacket holds 12 beers. Yes, indeed. You heard it here, folks. Right? Boom, 12 beers in your jacket, all right? It holds the beers in, straps them in, has a little cooler pockets for 12 beers. You can now discreetly hide 12 beers in your coat. That's fucking sweet, okay? Especially if you're out skiing, you're out doing some shoveling in the snow or whatever have you, all right? Boom, you're off and running 12 beers in your coat. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That is a great, great, great idea. Again, 250 bucks, but in my opinion, well worth it. Uh, so... That pretty much wraps it up for me here. So thank you for listening. Again, please be sure to go follow me on uh, Instagram, Cutting Edge Meals LLC. 
All right, Twitter, Cutting Edge Meal. Um, Facebook, right? I'm there too, Cutting Edge Meals LLC. All right, go find me, follow me. All right, any questions, right? Feel free to email me, feed me at cuttingedgemeals.com. All right, look forward to your questions. Uh, again, no stupid questions, all right? Um, it doesn't matter how small you think the question is or how obvious the answer might be, all right? Shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, a message, um, whatever, all right? I'm here for you. I'll answer any questions best I can, all right? Uh, until next week, uh, see you. Have a good weekend.